Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are beginning a new study entitled Spiritual Warfare and the Ruler of This World in which we are going to look to the Holy Spirit for wisdom and discernment, in knowing who the real enemy is and how he operates in order to rob, kill, and destroy. Lucifer, the god of this world, is also known as Satan, which means adversary. He is Jehovah's enemy, and he is the enemy of true believers as well. In John twelve thirty one, Jesus referred to Lucifer as the ruler of this world, and yet many who name themselves Christian do not even realize how profoundly this dread enemy is ruling over the affairs of unsaved men, or how powerfully he is manipulating the last day's events that are converging to bring about the one-world rule of the Antichrist. A prime example is the COVID crisis. Without a doubt, there is a demonic agenda operating behind the scenes of this vicious attack on mankind. And yet, how many people, especially those in the church, truly recognize this reality, even though the warnings given by the prophetic word of God are being evidenced in every aspect of it, from the numbering and tracking of every human being on the planet already being put in place, to the devices which are leading to the eventual mark of the beast via future quantum dot and Luciferi's vaccinations for a man-made pathogen that will never come under control due to the variants which will continue to appear in order to keep the people of earth in fear and under the enemy's communistic control. Just like the Trojan horse that appeared as a gift but held within it the enemy's forces leading to the defeat of Troy, Lucifer's agents of darkness are also presenting their sinister agendas as being geared for the welfare and betterment of the people of earth, when in reality they are setting the world up for their eventual demise. It is vital, therefore, that we be made aware of who the enemy really is and how he is operating within the confines of planet earth with a rebellious intention to rule over all people and to take the place of the one true and only God of all creation. Before we go on, however, I want to make this sacred proclamation. Lucifer is already defeated by the blood of the Lamb, and he will never reach his final goal. He will be cast into the lake of fire by Jesus himself when he returns to finalize all that his prophetic word of truth has decreed. But before this glorious conclusion launches eternity's commencement, there will be many who will succumb to the enemy's destructive strategies. And therefore, while there is yet time for the lost to be saved, it is critical that we understand the enemy's inner workings so that we will be strengthened in the truth of God's word and not be derailed by the enemy's demonic tactics which he intends, will cause us to veer from our holy mandate as salt and light to a sin-riddled world. As we move on in our quest to understand more fully the modus operandi of Lucifer, 
allow me to share a commentary written for God Questions Ministry entitled, How is Satan God of this World? Where they write. The phrase God of this world or God of this age, as it is sometimes rendered, indicates that Lucifer, also known as Satan, is the major influence of the ideals, opinions, goals, hopes, and views of the majority of people on earth. His influence also encompasses the world's philosophies, education, and commerce. The thoughts, ideas, speculations, and false religions of the world are under his control. He is also called the prince of the power of the air and the ruler of this world. These titles and many more such as angel of light, the father of lies, and extortioner, to name a few signify his ruling power over the world and the people in it. When the Bible says that Satan has power over the world, we must remember that God has given him domain over unbelievers only. True believers are no longer under the rule of Satan. In Colossians 1.13, it is written, For he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. Unbelievers, on the other hand, are caught in the snare of the devil, lie in the power of the evil one, and are in bondage to Satan, as confirmed in 2 Timothy, 1 John 5.19, and Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 2. Therefore, when the Bible says that Satan is the god of this world, it is not saying that he has ultimate authority. It is conveying the idea that Satan rules over all the unbelieving in the world in a specific way. The unbeliever follows Satan's agenda because as 2 Corinthians 4.4 makes known to us, the god of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. The enemy's scheme includes promoting false philosophies in the world, philosophies that blind the unbeliever to the truth of the gospel. These philosophies are the fortresses in which the people of earth are imprisoned, and their only hope of freedom is in Jesus Christ the Lord and his unadulterated word of salvation's truth. But the world is trained to look to the enemy's orchestrated philosophies instead. And dangerously, much of the church has succumbed to them as well. Coming back again to the COVID crisis as an example, many within the church are looking to the supposed science behind the so-called vaccinations instead of looking to God and the discernment and safety that He alone can give. To borrow from a commentary written by forums, for society in general, and even among many Christians, there is the false idea and misconception that the majority is usually right, or that whatever is most popular is probably the best way to do things. But this is not correct. The majority is almost always wrong, because most people in the world are deceived. This deception is being orchestrated by Satan himself and his minions on earth, who currently are in positions of power and are running our society, i.e. the New World Order agenda. The thread line is based on direct quotes from the Messiah and his disciples in the Bible, 
Let's cite them to lay a groundwork for the truth. Matthew seven thirteen to 14 Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many are those who enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow is the way that leads to life, and only a few find it. 1 John five nineteen, We know that we are children of God and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. Revelation twelve nine, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceives the whole world. If you really think about it with discerning awareness, the truth is that our society is totally controlled by Lucifer and his minions, as clearly stated by the Bible. This fact is self-evident if you stop and really examine what is going on. All the spheres of power in our society are controlled by enemies of God. Hollywood, the establishment press and television, the news media, universities and academia, major religious institutions, big banking and big corporations, and governments who promote a secular and atheistic agenda and at every turn are promoting some form of degeneracy and wickedness. In an excerpt from his book, The Hidden Face of the Shadow Government, Grant Jeffrey opens our eyes to a very real demonic agenda that is operating behind the scenes of everyday life and the prophetic warnings it holds within it. He writes, We have already entered the era of shadow government, a term that I will use in this book to refer to powerful agencies that collect data on every one of us. The shadow government observes our private lives and monitors our finances. It tracks your movement and mine. It listens in on our communications, records our purchases, and archives our decisions and preferences in permanent computer files. You have no say in determining what they learn about you and how they use this information. Because this unelected authority operates in the shadows. It is not subject to meaningful oversight by any democratic institution or recognized arm of government. Intelligent agencies, legislative bodies, the courts, regulatory agencies, no center of elected democratic political power has any real authority over the shadow government. We are living in a dangerous time when governments throughout the world have allowed an unprecedented network of shadow governments to grow and consolidate power. Those who are starting to control our lives from the shadows conduct massive surveillance and exert extensive military power in countries around the world. While these activities are largely invisible to ordinary citizens, elective governments are aware of the shift in power. All of this has prophetic significance. It is no accident that the necessary technology exists to enable a world dictator for the first time in history to control the Earth's population. As intellectual and political elites take over the levers of power, consolidating their control over scientific, economic, and military technologies, the shadow government can secretly manipulate the entire world making the way for the Antichrist to step up and take universal control. 
as we listened to the words of Grant Jeffrey in his book and look through the prophetic lens of truth which has been given to us, it becomes more and more evident that we are living on the threshold of the soon-coming tribulation period that Jesus prophesied would take place just prior to the end of the age. But for true believers in Jesus Christ the Savior, this is not a message of doom and gloom, but one of hope and rejoicing. For he has promised to take all true Christians to heaven before the seven-year tribulation begins. Scripture refers to this divine deliverance as the blessed hope, also known as the rapture. Therefore we are beckoned to respond with joyful anticipation when we begin to see the fulfillment of all the prophecies that are unfolding before our very eyes, with the cry of Maranatha, Come, Lord Jesus, come. And on that note of praise and sacred expectation, we must pause for today. Please join me next time, beloved, and, as always, I bid you His agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.